Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello and welcome back to the Pass Around the Smile podcast. I am so excited to be back. It feels like it's been ages, but it's only been a week. As you have probably learned by now, I can be very dramatic. Um, I don't know if that's a Scorpio trait. I think it is actually. I am a Scorpio. Fun fact, I used to really like kind of almost be ashamed that I was a Scorpio. This was only because I didn't know much about star signs and I just thought Scorpios were really kind of nippy and angry. And I was like, oh my God, I swear I'm not like that. Well, sometimes I can be. My brother would disagree. Um, Well, my brother would agree that I can be a bit nippy. (laughs) But I now looking into Scorpio, oh my gosh, I am so Scorpio and I am a proud Scorpio. Scorpios, you know, do have some, I guess, tendencies that aren't the most beautiful, but like I also find them quite strong and endearing and um, yeah, proud Scorpio here. So my Scorpio sisters, where you at? Um, I actually, to be honest, I love all the star signs. Star signs are so magical um, and I wasn't planning on even going here, but at the start of the year, I wrote affirmations based on the yearly horoscope predictions. So um, you can look back on my Instagram. I also did a blog on them on my website and they're kind of affirmations that are linked and based around what your horoscope was for the year. And then you can kind of take that affirmation on and say it whenever you need to or journal it, um, write it on your mirror. It's just a nice thing to remember. And I, I do believe in you know, horoscopes and zodiacs. I don't know too much about it. And actually my friend Michelle suggested that I get an astrologist on the podcast. So I think I should do that. So if anyone knows any cool astrologists, I do have a girl in mind that I might contact, but I think that'll be a really exciting episode. Um, okay. So first of all, I had a week off and I want to be honest I struggled to have that week off. When I first started this podcast, I tried to be super calm with myself, super fair. And I said, Cleo, there's just, there has to be no pressure with this podcast. Just like my Oracle cards, my journals, the creations of those were always so fun and effortless and beautiful. And there was never any pressure involved. And I think that's why they're so magical so I wanted to do the same with this podcast. I was like, this, there can be never any, there can be never, there never can be any pressure attached to bringing out episodes weekly. And of course I enjoy it. So then the pressure kind of comes through that weird, like when you enjoy something, you're like, well, I should do it because I enjoy it. But sometimes that doesn't mean that you should keep going. Sometimes when you enjoy something, you still need to stop because you also don't want to push and push and push yourself to a point where you end up resenting it. I remember this singer once saying that, you know, she grew up loving singing and she just came alive, you know, when she was singing and she started doing it as a job and she was gigging like every night and she ended up resenting singing and she doesn't sing anymore. And when I heard that, I just thought, oh gosh, that's so sad. I never want to let myself get to a point where something that I love ends up being resented. So 
yeah, I took a week off and it was hard. I actually came into the studio and I recorded an episode and it was shocking. (laughs) I was trying to be all like open and vulnerable about being sick and not feeling my best, but pushing through anyway. And I was like, Cleo, what are you doing? This is literally everything that you tell your community not to do. Like practice what you preach, girlfriend. Go home, sit on the couch and rest until you're better. And that's what I did. And as soon as I kind of made that decision, I felt so relaxed and I felt so at peace with my decision. All I needed to do was just like trust that the world's still going to keep going. Just because I stop work for three days, a week, two weeks, whatever it is, doesn't mean that everything stops. It doesn't mean momentum stops. And I'm not sure if this is a small business thing, like owning your own small business, but there is this fear around if I'm not working, I don't like the momentum stops or I don't make money. So it can be kind of scary, but this episode actually is called do less attract more, which is pretty much exactly what I am learning to do and stepping more into. But I do want to say something very exciting before I start this episode, which is This episode has a sponsor. Oh my gosh. I have a beautiful business, which I have, I've loved this business for a very long time. I know Hayley who owns this business and she is my very first sponsor for the Pass Around the Smile podcast. And I want to say before I get into her beautiful business is that I just every now and then I'm going to start having some episodes sponsored here and there, but they are only going to be sponsored by businesses that I genuinely love. And I'm hoping the majority of them are small businesses as well, because it is a tough time. I don't like to lean into that belief that it's a tough time, but you know, you also have to be realistic and respect that there are some people struggling out there. Uh, So I think it's really important to shop small and to support small. And this is a business that I genuinely love and use a lot. So I thought it was the perfect one to start off my little sponsors. So Sade Candles is Haley's small business. She makes her candles handmade from her little studio in Redcliffe in Brisbane. I personally have the lychee and peony candle and I light it to start my ritual. So every time I'm pulling a card or doing a meditation, I light my Sade candle and it just smells so gorgeous. You know how smells can bring back like memories and feelings and kind of make you feel nostalgic. That's what that candle does for me. And I'm not sure why it could be because I've had it for a long time and I always light it and I'm on my second one of that flavor. But anyway, she's amazing. Her business is amazing. And the cool thing is, is at the moment she is doing this thing called 89 cents. So every single day she is creating a new scent throughout the season of winter. She's putting it up on her Instagram and at 8 p.m. that one candle, only one candle of that new scent that she has created goes on sale and they sell super, super fast because there's only one of them. But it's such a fun thing, even if you just want to jump over and follow her on Instagram, such a fun thing to see the scents that she's coming up with are so creative. So anyway, Hayley, I love your business. And if you do have a small business, feel free to reach out and we can chat. But let's get into this really exciting and feel good episode. I want to have you guys feeling so inspired to do less and attract more. 
So my spiritual queen, Gabby Bernstein, is the one who says, do less, attract more. And I don't know about you, but this little passage just makes me feel so at ease. And it makes me feel like I deserve abundance and success. Well, whatever success is to me is going to be different to your version of success as well. We all have different versions of success, and that is completely perfect. But this do less attract more, it works in so well with the element of surrendering and trusting the process, giving up and just letting the universe do what it needs to do in order to bring what we want into our reality in a way that's actually right for us. Because I've mentioned in previous episodes, we so often feel like we know the perfect way. We know the only way. We know the best way for us. You are you, I am me. We know, you know, but I mean, I have been shown so many times where I actually do not know the best way and I've been shown a way that is so much better than I ever could have expected. And there have been so many times that I've got in the way of the process and worked too hard and actually blocked my manifestation from materializing. So this saying of do less, attract more makes sense because it reminds us to step back, enjoy, just be, ride the wave go with the flow, allow things to happen, give up that resistance. So I have a little personal story here that works in with this whole do less, attract more kind of theme that we're going with today. I have been feeling a lot of resistance lately and I've been feeling this resistance in my chest and I've been doing a lot of meditating, a lot of journaling, and I've also been starting to learn about EFT tapping. I'm only in the you know, early stages of learning, but I'm learning it from Haley Hoffman Smith. She's incredible. And during a tapping session the other day, I was taken back to this audition I did. I must have been about 15 or 16. Now, I've always remembered this audition as the audition from hell, but that's kind of, that was it. It was a bad audition, and I never thought any more about it. And the reason why I love self-development kind of uh, exercises like journaling, meditating, and more recently EFT tapping is because it allows us to take these situations that we once just held in our mind and kind of forgot about, buried, moved on, and actually unpack them and understand what they have done to us. So this is what this little session allowed me to do. And journaling and meditation in the past have bought me this and really unlocked so many ideas and realizations, are heart moments for me too. So I really do just encourage you to take time for you, whether it's spiritual time or just self-development time, just tap into you, your experiences, what you are feeling. It is incredible what you can unfold. So This audition, basically, mum had to drive me. So yeah, I mustn't have had my license yet. But the year prior, I had just wrapped four years filming H2O at Warner Brothers. And this audition was at Warner Brothers again. So I felt really comfortable there. And I remember kind of, I don't know, I was just in, you know, year 12. I was just out of year 12, I think. Anyway, can't remember. Not the point. I did not prepare for this audition very well. And I walked into the audition room and there were about five people in there, like five adults. I was, you know, a child at the time. So this was quite intimidating, kind of staring at me, waiting for me to perform. And I could not for the life of me remember my lines. And 
you know, the stares that I was met with, I still remember. And I just remember the feeling of being so humiliated, not only because I felt bad that I didn't respect their project enough to learn the lines properly, but I also was embarrassed because I'd just come off this show and I wanted to show them that I was competent and that I was a professional and that I could at the least do the lines, but I couldn't and I could feel the tears welling and it was just, it was an awful experience. Anyway, I left the audition. I felt like absolute crap. And as I mentioned before, that was kind of the extent to like as far as I had ever gotten with that audition, I had just left it, whatever. But what I have only just realized is that that was the start of this big amount of pressure I was about to say pressure loading in my system, but it does feel like a loading, like the pressure began to grow from there and a belief started to implant in my subconscious from that very audition, which was I must prepare and work so damn hard for what it is that I want and I must be the absolute best. I must look the best. I must sound the best. I must be the best, especially in this acting industry, because it's tough competition. I need to just be so good and so prepared to stand out and to get these roles. While I love working hard for things and I think being passionate about something and doing your absolute best is incredible, we want to always make sure that we're taking inspired action, not just action. So inspired action means action that is backed through alignment. So when you are in alignment, this action feels good. Sure, it can still feel like hard work, but not the hard work that's really truly uncomfortable and daunting and makes you feel sick in the tummy. Not that bad type of pressure that I've talked about in previous episodes. The good type of pressure where you're working towards something because you care, because it feels good, because you know that when you get this thing, you're going to be so excited and proud. But I didn't have this through my years and years and years after that audition going through the film and television industry with this belief. That belief did not allow me to work through inspired action. It only allowed me to work through action. And what I was not doing was I was not doing less and attracting more. I was doing more and attracting way less because I had stepped into that manic manifesto mode where I was like, I need to prove myself here. I was desperate for the one outcome, but we know that we have to detach from the outcome to allow things to flow. Do less, attract more is letting go in that step of receiving to allow what is meant for you to come to you. And stepping into the belief of knowing that what is meant for us will not miss us if we allow it. If we are open up, if if we are opened up, sorry, and if we allow our guard to go down and our walls of resistance to open up, then that is when the ideas, the people, the opportunities come presented right in our face and make it only possible for us to say yes or for us to go with the flow or for us to go, you know what, okay, I'm just going to give this a go and see how it goes. I've been thinking that maybe it was always supposed to be easy, that everything was always supposed to be easy. From birth, we are here in this world to live and enjoy, right? But through our experiences, through what we see, through what we hear, we create these limiting beliefs and things become hard or we perceive things to be hard. 
I love Henry Ford's quote, which is, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. So whether you think that your dreams are hard to achieve or whether you think they are easy to achieve, you are right. So which energy would we rather be in? Of course, we would rather be in the energy that attracting my dreams is easy and effortless and it's flowing and it's fun and I deserve it. We must feel deserving. So this audition really had me feeling that my best was never enough and what a crippling feeling to have. And this feeling kind of flowed over into other areas of my life as well. But the thing is, I was seeing it being easy for other people. So I never understood why is this hard for me and not them? Well, it's because I had this huge belief of not only my limiting belief that I've talked to you guys about before of it's a tough industry, I now realize that it went so much further than that. I had this belief that I had to just be so over the top, mind-blowing, incredible to get a role. That is unachievable. So I was walking into this audition, into all of the auditions that I've ever done, never feeling enough, never feeling like my best was going to be enough. And not only was I worried that I wasn't the most beautiful in the room, I was worried I wasn't the most talented in the room. I wasn't, I was worried I wasn't the most funny in the room. And if I wasn't the best, then too bad, because I had this belief that that was the only way that I could succeed. And having this realization the other day, I was actually filled with joy. Of course, I kind of felt, I felt really sad for younger me, but also I felt so filled with joy that I can now let that go. Because what I felt with even having a week off this podcast was this immense pressure that my, I'm not doing my best if I have a week off. And that means that I am going to fail, or that means that people are going to, you know, not think I'm good enough or judge me or forget about my podcast none of that is true, of course, but I was leaning into this belief that sat in my subconscious for so many years that I've now only just identified because I kind of, it became a part of me. And that's why it can be so hard to identify our limiting beliefs because they do feel as though they become a part of us because so often they are implanted in our subconscious from a young age. But the exciting thing is that they are not attached to us and they will not block our manifestations from materializing for our whole lives. All we have to do is tune in, realize that they're there and then begin to release them. And I actually feel like For the first time in a long time, this limiting belief for me is actually going to be easy to let go of. And I don't know if it's because of my age or because of where I've kind of come in the acting world, but this limiting belief not only affects me in the acting world, this limiting belief affects me in every single part of my life, with my family, with my friends, with everything I do in Pass Around the Smile and acting, of course. That I feel I have to overachieve to be any good and to be accepted by people. And I will admit too that I have in the past really craved validation from other people. And I think that has come from the film and television industry as well. Constantly putting yourself out there and trying so hard for something and then hearing nothing or not getting the roles that has spilled over into other areas of my life. 
However, in the last year, I've began to realize that the only person that I need to validate is myself, that the only need, the only person that I need to impress is myself. And that feels really good and really empowering. I'm not constantly seeking for others' approval. And not only in the physical world here, it's almost like with the world, you know, up there with my angels and the universe that I believe in, I'm not craving their validation. I just trust that they are here supporting me, being with me and are a part of me, which feels really comforting and really nice. And it just releases that pressure. But this realization that I had about this audition wow, just opened up a can of worms in the best way possible. Like I actually felt so relaxed when I thought, oh my gosh, I now know why I have felt like this for so long. And I now know that this isn't my truth, that I have a choice now to stay attached to that and believe that I have to work so damn hard for what I want. That's the only way I'm going to succeed. Or I can lean into the belief that my best is enough. And that with Pass Around the Smile, for example, my best at any given day or time is actually helping people and that's all I need and that's all I'm asking for and that feels really bloody good. So doing less and attracting more kind of links into the we can work smarter, not harder. We can let go and good things will still gain momentum and unfold for us. It's a really exciting concept because so often, and especially in the last couple of years on social media, the hustle culture has become very apparent. And this hustle culture is that energy of, you know, girl boss, work hard, be productive every day, work toward your goals and never say no and never quit and go, go, go. And well, you have a full-time job, that's great, but get a side hustle as well. You know, there's this pressure to just be the highest and biggest and most successful version of you. But that version a lot of the time is very unattainable and all this pressure of being the absolute best can do is create anxiety and create feelings of not being good enough and get us stuck stuck in that realm of comparison. So what is the point? And again, I love working hard for things. Again, I love working passionately hard for things, not the hard that feels yucky. If you are working hard for something and you are continuously met with blocks, then maybe that thing is not right for you right now. Or maybe you are resisting something else that's trying to unfold. Maybe what's trying to unfold or what is trying is being presented to you by the universe or by friends or whoever Maybe that thing is boring to you right now, not very exciting. Maybe that thing doesn't make sense or maybe you are simply just so scared of what leaning into this new thing might mean. Look for the signs and the coincidences. Allow yourself to give up that control and see what opens up for you. The really exciting thing about manifestation is that one realization can mean the unlocking of so many things. And I think that's why I was so excited about this realization I had the other day, the realization of I have to be, you know, the absolute best to have any kind of happiness or success is that it was an instant shift for me. It was an instant, like my chest felt lighter. I felt 
more open. I felt like I could see things more clearly and I'm really excited to manifest more now with a perspective of my best is enough. Like it's so exciting and I can do less and attract more. Yes, I know that when I did that audition back in the day, I needed to do a little bit more. I needed to learn my lines, respect the production. I understand that. But this do less attract more. You get what I'm saying. So when we are actively manifesting something and we want to lean into the do less attract more surrender, you know, we're supposed to do it anyway in the step of receive is just trusting in your higher powers that they know a better way and that you don't have to control every aspect of the how and the when and the why. The universe doesn't really work with time. And I know that can sound frustrating because you're like, oh, but I want, you know, this, I want my partner in 2023. I want this new, you know, person that I'm manifesting to come this year. Well, what if the universe has that person coming in February 2024 and in the meantime, you, you know, start to control it where you start to see someone, you, you know, it's not really feeling right, but you force it anyway because you think maybe this is the person that you were meant to end up with in 2023. And then you in turn get to February 2024, but you're with someone else that's not really right. This is obviously just a very flippant example off the top of my head, but we kind of we must give up that control and I know it's so hard when you want something but it's also when you say it in the do less attract more kind of way it's like oh this is exciting because I actually just get to relax I just get to enjoy my life for what it is and when we are feeling that need to jump in and control where our desire is and when it's coming and how it's exactly going to come to us then we need to distract ourselves with something that we know is going to lift us up. So call a friend, make your favorite dinner that you have to follow a recipe for. So you're concentrating on something else. Take your dog for a walk with a podcast in whatever you need to do to get yourself out of that. I need to control this energy. Do it because when we do less, we attract more. And I know I've said, I've said this so many times, do less, attract more. Now it's getting kind of silly, (laughs) but do less, attract. You see, positive outcomes do await you. We know that there is an infinite amount of possibilities out there in the universe. If you have imagined it, you've already created it. It's already there. So it's just a matter of bringing it into your reality now. But if you control it, if you force it, it's not going to happen, is it? it? See, the energy of ease and abundance does not match with the energy of controlling kind of pressure and forced energy. They do not align. So how do you think you're going to bring your manifestations to you if you are in that forced energetic frequency? Because your desire would be sitting at an abundant, beautiful, high vibrating frequency. So you can kind of think about it like that. Another way that I like to think about, you know, the whole, here I go again, doing less, attracting more, is that When I'm working toward something, of course, like I said, making sure that you are working towards something through creative and inspired action that feels good, kind of 
trusting that your previous hard work is speaking for itself. Like it's all overflowing now. Like you don't have to constantly be working and hustling and trying to prove yourself or to get stuff done when you have put so much work in in the past. So trusting that your past efforts and whether these are physical efforts, like let's say whether this is an actual presentation that you have put together to try and get yourself a job, right? You've put this presentation to prove to yourself that this is what I want to do with your company and this is how I will, you know, work so well for you. You've done the physical work in the past or we can take the same example. You're also going for this new job, but instead of doing the presentation, you've done a heap of work in the past on your mind through meditating and journaling, believing that you are good enough, visualizing yourself in the role. Both of those, the physical and the kind of imaginal, imaginal, wow, that's beautiful, imaginal, imagination kind of spiritual kind of side of things. Wow. This is, I think you know what I mean. That was a mouthful. I'm not even going to cut it out because we connect over mistakes, imperfection, don't we? (laughs) Oh God. Um, But those two kind of elements, you have worked really hard for your future self in the past. So allowing that future work, whether it's the physical or the emotional and spiritual, to overflow into your future self. Let your hard work speak for itself. Just because you've done it in the past doesn't mean it's not going to help you now. So I like to think on the days where I haven't had a productive day or I really do just feel like I need to lay on the couch. You know what? My previous work my physical work that I've done and the emotional work that I've done, it's all catching up. It's all speaking for itself. It's all unfolding. It's like creating exciting little particles and energy in the air that is bringing all of this exciting stuff that I couldn't even imagine into my reality right now. I get into this space of like, oh my gosh, what miracle is going to occur today? I'm so excited to see what the universe is cooking up for me while I just relax here. And while I'm relaxing, I am enjoying relaxing. I'm not thinking I should be doing this or I should be doing that. I'm thinking I deserve to relax because I am, I don't know, great. (laughs) Wow. I have this thing with my dog, Crumpet, where I just look at her and I just go, wow, wow. And I can't stop doing it. I, anyone else with their dog or their pets, just like look at them and they're simply just existing but you're like, you are like, I tell Crumpet, I'm so proud of her. Like I reckon 10 times a day and she's just sitting there, but I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Wow. (laughs) Now I have a question for you. And this question comes from Hayley Hoffman Smith. I'm not going to claim that I made it up. I would love to, because it's a great question. And you're probably going to think, I don't know. You might have some resistance when I first ask the question because it's kind of a weird question. But these questions that we don't often ask ourselves are the questions that could lead us to that moment where we do unlock our potential just like that. Our aha moment, our manifestation could be just one thought away. You feeling good and incredible and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, where the resistance just goes, like free flowing, it could be this question away, or it could be a meditation away. It could be an aha moment on your gratitude walk away. I want you to be open to miracles. It's everything's a miracle, right? 
Miracles don't have to be some huge thing where you receive, you know, $10,000 or a miracle where you receive some really great medical news. It's miracles happen every single day. Like you bite into your sandwich and it's good. That's a miracle. (laughs) We get to choose how we look at things, remember? And if you are celebrating the small shifts and the small, little, exciting, beautiful things that you feel grateful for every day, you are going to create more of them. So the question is, what bad thing would happen if what you are manifesting right now happened really easily? Like, let's say if it just happened tomorrow, you got the money, you got the news, you got the job, you got the baby, you got whatever it is that you are manifesting. It just happened tomorrow, let's say. What bad thing would happen if this was really easy for you? Like, why do we hold on to the notion that it has to be hard and it must be difficult? It must be a long road to get to where we want, to manifest what it is that we want. It's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult. Again, if we believe that it's hard and difficult, it is absolutely going to be hard and difficult to get there. But if we believe that it's going to be easy and fun, it's going to be easy and fun. But of course, because of our experiences, our limiting beliefs, maybe what society says, maybe how, you know, you've tried this before and it was hard. All of these kind of experiences and beliefs do kind of spill into that belief of, you know, well, that's not realistic. It's going to be hard. We know that the law of attraction is a thing. We know that the law of attraction is backed by science. So if we think something is easy and fun and we put that energy out and we believe it, it is going to be easy and fun. So what bad thing would happen if your manifestation just happened really easily. Now, some of you might actually say, you know what? Nothing. So what I did when I answered this question, I took a few different things that I was manifesting. With some manifestations, my answer was, actually, you know what? There is nothing bad that would happen if this happened tomorrow. And that allowed me to move into a new space level kind of with that manifestation where I'm like, you know what? I am ready and I am deserving. Yes, bring this on. I bloody deserve it right now. However, for other manifestations, there were some things that I could come up with and I'll give you some examples because it might help you spark some things. So would, if this thing happened tomorrow, really easily, this manifestation. And again, it could be something big. It could be something small, but also remembering that when we manifest, there's no such thing as big and small. It's all just energy. It's whether we perceive something as big and small, that it's going to be easier or harder to achieve. But let's just say like, for example, some of my answers were I was worried about uh, judgment or jealousy from others. If this thing were to just happen tomorrow, that was one of my kind of bad things that could happen. Another thing that I came up with was actually, you know what, a bad thing that could happen if this happened tomorrow is the fear of success, the fear of unknown, the fear of like something big and exciting happening and kind of not knowing what to do with it. Something else that could come up is, is it going to make you complacent? Like, let's say if this thing does happen really easily, are you then just going to become complacent? Are you that way inclined where then you won't want to work passionately hard for anything ever again because that is like we're being honest here we're being open we're working through our feelings this is the really good self-development kind of side of things that actually gets us moving forward so yeah we can worry about judgment jealousy fearing success becoming complacent what other bad things could happen if this was just really easy for you 
And then once you come up with these things, I want you to write them down. I want you to let them out to the universe and ask your angels to take them away for you, from you because it is no longer your problem anymore and they are more than capable to know what to do with those things and release them for you. It is allowed to be easy. We are allowed to live a life in flow. And if people are going to judge you or if people are jealous of you, then that's their problem, not yours. And a lot of the time it is this false fear that people will judge us or be jealous or whatever that's not actually there. We just feel like, oh gosh, okay, I just got this thing so easy and I'm worried that people think I'm just so lucky and that things just land into my lap. But, you know, again, wanting to prove that, no, I do work hard and I do do this and I do do that. And I think I've opened up to you guys before where I mentioned a friend said to me, you're so lucky. And she meant so well by it, but it actually kind of offended me and hurt me because I then took it on as everyone sees me as just so lucky where I was like I feel like now I want to prove to people that no I'm not I I, like sure I do I was born into a really lucky life but I've also worked really hard to be where I am today but if this was easy why not why isn't it allowed to be easy why do we have to believe that it is hard and why do we feel the need to prove to others why it was easy So I want us to all shake off this kind of um, fear around others, what others may think, the projections that society places on us as well, the fear of success, the fear of competitiveness, the fear where we step into that comparison kind of side of things. I want us to shake it all off because there is an unlimited amount of abundance and possibilities out there for everyone. Just because you manifest $10,000 easily doesn't mean someone else can't manifest $10,000 easily. It is allowed to be easy. We are allowed to step into this life of flow and we deserve to step into this life of flow. I, for one, am really excited to kind of step into this challenge of accepting that things are allowed to be easy for me and I'm still working on it, but not feeling, what's the word? Like when good things do happen to me, I still have this resistance where I'm a bit scared to tell people um, or I feel a little bit, gosh, I can't figure out the word. You guys are probably saying it in your head now, but like I want to just be proud, loud and proud, but I feel as though I have to kind of dull it down to make others comfortable. And I know this is not just me. I know this is probably so many of you. And while, of course, it's nice to be respectful when you have people around you that, you know, are struggling, I'm not saying go rub it in their faces. Of course not. But there is something to say of being really proud and feeling really deserving of what you manifest easily because you deserve it. That's all there is to it. They deserve it too. And by you manifesting something easily, hopefully you're going to really inspire the people around you who are really blocked in their manifestations to open up and manifest easily. So yeah, I hope that made sense. Who knows? Who knows? But I really hope you are enjoying the episodes and I think we'll finish off there. I have a lot more I could say, but you know, we've got many, many, many 
many more podcasts to come. I do want to give a big shout out to today's sponsor, Sade Candles. Oh, Haley is just so amazing. I will pop her website and also her socials where you can see the 89 Days of Scents in the show notes and go check her out. She's a small business and she is incredible. Her candles are amazing. And you know what? Haley, your work speaks for itself. So allow your hard work to speak for itself. Allow it to flow just how it needs to. I hope we are all going to take the challenge this week of manifesting something and allowing it to be easy and stepping into that version of you who is really deserving of things coming so effortlessly for them. Okay? That is your challenge this week. We deserve things to happen easy. It's allowed to be easy. Do less, attract more. Work smarter, not harder. Rest and know and trust that your previous hard work is spilling over and oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? What exciting miracle is going to show up? And get curious about how the universe is going to do it. It's exciting. It's not up to you. So it's exciting to see the pathway and the little connections that the universe will you know, brew together to make this all happen. So yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week. So much love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time.